Hello gorgeous people and welcome back to another episode of What Is This Feeling? A podcast where I talk about everything gay, theatre, drag, spirituality and sex. My name is Piotr and I'm a Pisces. And this week we're going to talk about resilience. Being resilient, springing back from traumatic things or not so traumatic things. Listen to it all this week in What Is This Feeling? Oh, lovely people, we are back. I had some trouble with my laptop. It broke down and it couldn't get fixed. And I had to buy a new one. So I bought a new one and I finally could transfer all the files as well. Um, Also, how to create this podcast. So I could finally make a new episode. It's been a little bit of a lot. And I, it was funny, I was recording a previous episode, so I was halfway through an episode, and then it crashed. And that episode was about exhausted, being exhausted. And it, it literally was what was happening. I felt exhausted. I felt drained with wanting to get my laptop fixed, and it didn't work, and Curry's PC world was horrible, because they couldn't help me, and then I had to pay so much money to get it fixed from another company, and that I was like, I'm gonna buy a new laptop. So I've got a new laptop, and it's cool, and I was like, how to spring back from um, uh, worries, and issues, and troubles, and whatever, resilience resilient. I feel fresh. I feel uh, cleaned up. I think um, December is always a bit of a madness, a bit of a busy, chaotic time. And yeah, let's go. So I looked up the definition of resilience just to, yeah, just because I usually do that. And it's the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. To spring back into shape. Electricity. Elac- ela- elasticity. And I feel it's a bit like how you learn from yourself. Hmm? Does that make sense? Yeah. So how do you get taught being resilient? Is it something you do naturally? Or is it something you pick up or see from other people? If you see someone get back fall and get back up again and that's just what you copy and make your own yeah i don't know for example i've talked many times when i was younger i was bullied and i never really i i've remembered one time i fought back um and it worked and i shut down the bully but for most of the times my resilience of wasn't that high because it was just, my cats are so hyper and they're running around and it's distracting me. So hopefully I will be resilient <laughs> of that in a bit. Or just relax about it. Hey. Um, yeah, so I felt as a kid being bullied, I, did, I couldn't really stand up for myself. So that kind, that kind of resilience, I definitely didn't have. And talking about... Elasticity. Am I pronouncing that right? Elasticity. Do you remember a game 
that you used to play when you were a child and you have to have two other people with there with you um and you have a, a rope a, a long elastic rope and you would put them on your ankles spread your legs a bit and stand apart and then you have to like jump over the two elastic ropes and like on it and like twist it and stuff i don't know if if you know what i mean but like yeah resilient with playing something yes it had been a little bit of a lot um it was funny when i recorded the episode exhausted and halfway through my laptop crashed i literally felt exhausted at the at that point because i thought it would be a nice topic to do because i felt that way so i was like i'm gonna do that in an episode and now now i feel more resilient i feel a bit more fresh i feel um i got on top of it the show the hunger gaze also opened last week um so if you want to get your tickets it's an adult pento at the two brewers it's an amazing show it's going very well sold out shows this week so if you would like to have some uh, tickets it's really fun you can go to the instagram of two box productions and order your tickets via the link it's really fun it's um it's a really fun show come along say hi have a good time and be resilient <laughs> oh yeah so yesterday i woke up felt fabulous i felt lovely i felt fresh i was um doing a lot of shame based um work um figuring out about shame and everything and um i got on the tube and there were a lot of people and i wasn't very looking forward to my travel and i just not that i spiraled down but i felt a bit low and i felt a bit cranky it took a while to get on top of that again because you know i didn't felt that during the travel i could properly relax properly get over it so the time that i got over that kind of grumpy feeling was when i arrived at the place at my destination and then it took me quite a while still to get on top of that so that resilience was a very smooth kind of resilience instead of kind of a, a snapping kind of snap out of it kind of resilience my pulse is rushing my head is reeling my face is flushing what is this show lovely now i had um a self tape i had to do last week and during it i had a <laughs> a couple of breakdowns um because i don't know if you have ever done self tapes before but i had to learn a song and another bit for the self tape and i had to record it and then you send it off so learning the song learning a new song and then singing it and wanting to do it perfectly with the singing with the acting with the camera angles with what you are wearing with how you look everything needs to be perfect in my view and i just i usually become very hypercritical of myself when i do a self tape because i can literally see myself in my camera and you are very commenting well i am commenting on myself straight away and when i don't um like something because i'm representing myself and it's it's a it's a it's a interesting thing and also because when you go into an audition room you got one chance you just do it 
that's it, bam. Or you can say like, oh, can I do it again? Or something like that. But when you're doing a self-tape, you could do it a hundred times and pick the best one. So I sometimes feel the pressure and the 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 drive of doing it good the right one in one time it's a bit less so i learned the song and i did it and i didn't oh and literally i got i had a breakdown i had to like meditate for <laughs> a while to get back and then i felt my voice was getting a bit tired because i was singing the song over and over again and then i was like i need to focus on my technique and then on the text and yeah after my second break I had to just sit down and play a game on my iPad and then when I came back I was like I'm gonna have fun I'm gonna have fun now and it went so easy I did a take and I was like this is fun I'm gonna do it again and then I did it again, and it was like, oh, cool, I'm going to I'm gonna change it. I'm going to do a little bit differently next time. And then I recorded again, and I was like, I think this is it. And it was so much more fun, and my voice felt very easy. And my voice felt very at ease and very smooth and very flexible. And it suddenly just changed. It's funny, because when you think of, oh, I need to be resilient, I need to change something, and... It's something very physical or very with a flow that would help you instead of, for me, something mentally to be like, well, just do it, which is not really helpful instead of like, oh, I'm going to take a step back, whatever step back means, and just relax and just chill. And yeah, it was lovely. I also remember... When I was in uh, Shrek the Musical in the Netherlands, we did the show and it was quite like the, the last song was quite intense. Um, and I was been wearing the, you know, the I was one of the three piggies. So I wore like this heat, like warm suit, like costume, big costume. And then at the end, the finale was I'm a believer. And so we had to do that full out choreography. La, 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 la. And then I remember... I was always knackered after it because I gave my all and I enjoyed it and it was always like so sweaty and and blah. everything was just I was done and I was excited to go home and I was exhausted but I also felt that tomorrow I'm going to do it again and I'm going to enjoy it again and I felt that kind of resilience of oh my body feels exhausted now but it doesn't matter because I'm going to sleep and tomorrow I'm going to do it again. I'm going to love it again and I'm going to spring back from it. <laughs> oh, mama, it's drag. Oh, A little quick thing about this is I, I remembered back in the day I entered Drag Idol, which is a drag queen competition here in the UK, and I performed my 10-minute act in a couple of drag bars, uh, gay bars, and one of them was the Two Brewers, and I remember performing on a Tuesday evening. It wasn't that busy. It was a handful of gays and a handful of um, drunk straight people there, and I was doing my thing, and I remembered um, 
some straight guy trying to walk on stage drunk trying to i don't know whatever and also people were like i heard someone shout just sing a song because i was like doing like a 10 minute musical with myself <laughs> and i was singing as well but they just wanted me to sing a song and entertain them whatever and i remember afterwards i was like well this is not really fun and what i had in mind because i was i felt like i was a policeman just trying to control the, the crowd of this control the crowd and I was like, well, I want to do what I want to do. But it felt such like a, a little bit of a struggle. And that put me off on performing um, in those venues because I felt I couldn't uh, do that. And I didn't know how to uh, deal or cope with that as in, as in like how I wanted to get over that. And then I just thought like, well, I'm just going to try and do my drag with something else if it's more like um if it's not in in uh, those kind of venues i wanted to look where i can do my drag elsewhere and um so that kind of didn't really turn into well it turned into a, like a different resilience as in it it shifted my vision shifted a bit but uh, currently i'm in a adult panto called the hunger gaze and it's at the two brewers um performing mostly um for people who are drinking because it's a jolly old time in this christmas period to see a fun panto and have a nice drink and have some fun interaction and i'm fully enjoying it because i think maybe as a person as an actor as a performer i feel i own myself more i've got more control about myself i know what i want and i am confident and um maybe it just had to i don't know i had to grow as a as a person over the years to to get back to something like that where the audience can talk back or that i allow myself to interact and and not be scared or uh, put off by it. So, yeah, that resilience took a while because I wasn't put in that situation uh, for a long time. Um, but I'm happy that I have this experience now because it, it gives a, a, a boost for me to uh, to do new things as well. So yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's quite quite resilient. <laughs> Welcome to the Zen Garden. Yes, let's dive in a bit more. Um, yeah, so how do you learn to be resilient? Um, if you, you know, hit your foot on a stone, you're not going to hit it again. You're going to walk around it or something. You're going to do something about it. Does it always work on something traumatic? Or is it always... Um, no, not really. Like... Is it always when you make a mistake or when you fail something that you get resilient from it? Or is it something um, that you build up as a skill? So, for example, with me performing, I love performing. And when I started out, I wanted to do it and I got better at it. So I got more resilience through fun and joy. But 
there are also things in my life where it has been very traumatic and very um, negative. And I finally got resilience through that um, afterwards. And I've learned from lots of negative things in my life as well. Oh, yeah. Um, the other day when I was reading, because I'm, I'm digging into my uh, shame-based things as an emotion, and I've read somewhere that... Um, <clears throat> I've, got, I've got a bit of a crackle in my voice, do I? I sound a bit, uh, a bit like that. It's a bit weird. I'm going to maybe have a little sip of water. <laughs> Getting my voice resilient. I am back. Um, my voice is a bit more smoother. Um, so there is a, a couple of things that has to do with, with emotions. And one of them, it's said that the emotion will have a negative impact on you. It will have a stuck uh, numbing impact on you, uh, overwhelming impact. And the other side is that an emotion can uh, have a positive influence on you. That was such an eye-opener for me because with certain emotions, I always felt that is the numbing emotion. That is the negative emotion. And seeing certain emotions... Um, as for me to choose if it's a positive or a negative outcome is massive because uh, emotions like jealousy, anger, irritation, uh, shame, those always felt like numbing and as if I couldn't, yeah, it was overwhelming. I, I couldn't do anything with it. It, it, it felt like I was blasted with it and yeah, that was it. And when I read that it's, um, and I, I read it as a choice that you can choose like, hey, I'm discovering this emotion and I can now sense like, and I can now choose what I will do with it when it pops up. So, um, for example, with with the the shame emotion, I always, when I when I looked into it, I di I discovered that there's lots of things I was more ashamed of. Even though I've done a whole episode about it, uh, there were things that I was like, oh wow, this is what actually shame is about. Because um, I read some things that um, you would uh, feel, you know, you get shut down. And you can't, you know, there was lots of things that I recognized with it. So now, again, I feel I'm, I'm getting on top of um, communicating with myself and feeling the feelings with myself and also then um, directing those feelings so I can have enjoy and have a nice time and um, uh, speak my mind and speak how I and and speak how I feel and let, let myself know and let people around me know and it's um it's more fun and it, it feels less stuck and it feels <laughs> less that there's something uh wrong with you you know hmm. but yeah um sometimes when you are in a situation and you're like oh shit I'm scared that this will happen because I'm going to a certain location, I'm going to a certain person, I'm going to certain work, 
you you are going somewhere in the future and you're scared of something to happen because it happened in the past. Now, I feel when that happens, I have that as well, when you um, have like a muscle memory or like an automatic mental memory of like, okay, this is going to happen in the future, what happened in the past. It's um, getting you out of the being resilient because you're not allowing yourself to uh, to grow from it and I do it a lot of times where I think oh I think this is going to happen because I'm going to go there um, and then you're not focusing on what the actual um, point is of what you need to get over um, because it's just in your in, in your um, routine of doing it I don't know if that, that made any sense or does it have anything to do with it but yeah, so is resilient always, is it is it a thing that you choose? And when resilient is something that you, to recover. So, does it mean that when you are resilient that you push back to your normal state? Or is it something, I thought resilience was more that you learn from something. That when you are when something happens to you that you learn from it and can and, and grow from it but sometimes i feel looking at the description that resilient is like more going back to who you were if that makes sense so it's it's more like oh um i just hit my knee and it healed and it's fine but it for me it feels like oh i hurt my knee it healed, so that place on my body is stronger than before. I feel that is what resilience is for me. I feel that is um, becoming more aware of something. And I feel your natural state is less being less aware. And then when something happens, and then you get resilient from it and learn from it, then you become more aware of it. So I do feel there's a, a more of a change in being resilient than what I feel the definition is what, I, uh, what I've seen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Our body is a magical, magical thing and it heals lovely. And it springs back. That's 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 was my aim of the game. The the resilience of our bodies is being that it springs back and um, we can have lovely intercourse and when it gets rough it heals again and it's fine um, yes I, I've, been, I've just been looking and how I can um, relate this to uh, this topic as well so looking at relationships you know to be fair everything uh, like I said it, it does need to have a kind of segment of I am in my natural state and then something happens and then I overcome that. I learn from that. I spring back from that. So the only really way to, you know, get resilient when it comes to relationships is be in a relationship. Date someone, see someone, uh, and, you know, sometimes you never know what you will learn from that person or don't learn, learn from the person or like you what you don't want from that person. I feel, for, for example, I am in a long-term relationship right now and the the previous relationship that I had before was about 
just over a year and one from six months. So being in a relationship that's over six years now, it has been a learning experience as well because it is just a long time being with someone and sometimes things change in your relationship. You have different feelings about stuff. You like different stuff. And I think the base of of that is when you are in love and choosing for each other that is your base the, the the things around it are like things you can learn and you can add to your relationship and i think vulnerability is is one of the things as well that um, maybe has something to do if you literally look at how you together can uh, grow as a couple or as a throuple or like um any partners yeah, and I do I do sense that um, sometimes you just, you know, live life, which um, funny enough in this world is just to work and to have food and to sleep, to enjoy yourself, have a drink, have some sex, um, meet with friends, like, I don't know, is that the normal normal stuff that you do? So I, I feel that... Um, having deep conversations is sometimes it doesn't happen or um maybe for other people um going on dates or um something that you would like to do with a partner um and i feel for myself um we've had some amazing conversations over the past uh weeks and it has more to do with how we felt and how I felt and how he felt. And I feel that because of that, we have grown again. And we have had a, a lot through our relationship where we um, had times where we sat down and I felt it was like it was working on our relationship. And in a way, knowing from each other where each other stands and how we feel. It's a kind of a evaluation chat, <laughs> a kind of a what you do at work, like uh, after like three months or like six months or a year, you're like, oh, how's it going? And we're like, yeah, it's going well. I enjoy I enjoy this work and um, I want to continue it. So it, it's sometimes interesting that um, I'm not sure how other couples and other people do it um, if they sit down with their partners and talk about how they are feeling Um um, that there was um, during lockdown, we did a uh, we listened to the book Nine Dates. Oh, I think it's Nine Dates or Seven Dates, Nine Dates, and it's it's um, a book developed for people to work on their relationships. Um, and they uh, the book is 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 uh, full with questions that you can ask each other if that has something to do with. Um, your past, how you are feeling now, things about what you want in the future, um, literally questions like how was your childhood, how were your parents, how were you at school, did you enjoy your childhood to um, what do you want in life, do you want children, do you want what kind of work do you dream of, how do you see this relationship, how... Um, is this sex? How would you like to things to change or not change or add or something like that? So all these questions will open up um, new things, new opportunities. And 
um, for me, it always opens up lots of emotion and lots of um, uh, feeling how we feel about certain things. And I think that's really important because then you can um, grow and you can build on that and you get further, you make steps. I don't know. It, it feels like you you get stronger from it and um, yeah, it, it gets more intense and it gets more like you're on the same line again. I think that's, that's um, a thing that you realize that you are still on the same line and that you're still, um, yeah, which is kind of resilience if it's like springing back like that. Lovely, it, it yeah, it was lovely. Um, maybe next week another topic will be more juicy things if people are more interested in that. But yeah, on the, that note, <laughs> on this note, I'm gonna pull a card. I am going to pull a card, pull a card, pull a card from um, Kyle Gray's Angel Prayers Oracle Cards. This is one of my favorite decks of cards and I haven't used it in a while. Um, but I, yeah, this is one of my favorite, favorite decks. Um, thank you, angels. Thank you for guiding us this week. Thank you for being with us this week. Um, what do my listeners need? What do they want to hear? What do they need to hear this week from you? Thank you so much. Take time to breathe. Take time to breathe. It's someone with her arms open, sitting on a beach. Oh, take time to breathe. Thank you, angels. I breathe with ease knowing you are here. It's about calm. It's about um, take time to rest. Um, it's not taking a step back. It's, um, I almost want to say, pausing things to to breathe um i feel december is always a crazy month and there's lots of things happening lots of mentally things that you need to do with presence seeing people everything like work oh everything is quite busy so you can take a pause and let the craziness swell around you while you are nice and peaceful breathing take some take some deep breaths take some deep breaths and feel your body and chill and relax yeah take time to breathe yeah that's the message for this week lovely listeners thank you so much for listening i am very happy to be back after a two week um absence um, but yeah, if you have any questions for me, message me on what is this feeling podcast on Instagram. You can send me a message. You can send me a voice note. You can do whatever you like. Gorgeous people. Thank you so much, so much for listening. Listen to your feelings. Your feelings are valid. You are valid. Have an amazing week. Do we?